Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang, I do hope you're well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more relationship stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. Let's crack on with today's first story, which comes from Throwaway Jobless 12 and says, I, 37 male, lost my job two weeks ago. I still haven't told my wife. I think she suspects I'm having an affair. First of all, no, I'm not having an affair. I love my wife, 35 female, and will not do something so vile like that. My wife and I have been married for eight years now. Together, we have a four-year-old daughter and a newborn son of 10 months old. Recently, the company I used to work for suffered a huge loss, so they had to lay off a lot of the employees. I was shocked. I didn't tell my wife about it. I'm in a lot of stress with no job and two kids in this economy would be difficult. My wife recently joined the workforce after staying at home after the birth. I've always been a primary breadwinner of our family. I made good money. My wife earned less than I did, so I took the role of primary provider. Now that I lost my job, there will be money trouble for a while. We do have savings, but without a steady income, it will be hard. Like I said, I have yet to tell my wife. I don't know how she will react. Of course, she'll be sad, and I'm afraid it's going to put a strain in our relationship. I'm afraid she will stop seeing me as a man and resent me because I cannot fulfill my role as a husband and a father anymore. It has been two weeks. There are two weeks I just pretend I go to work, but then again, I just go to the local park and sit there. I either read or search for other jobs. I come home the time I usually come home. My wife did notice I've been depressed lately, and we haven't been intimate. She asked me if something is wrong. I said nothing. Last night she asked me if I didn't love her anymore. My heart just dropped. I think she thinks I'm having an affair, but I cannot tell her that I got fired. What should I do? Now, I think you know deep down, I know in this one, that you just have to tell your wife the truth. Continuing to hold something like this back from her is just going to cause more damage than good in the end. And if your wife truly loves you, she doesn't love you for your job. She loves you for you. This isn't good for your mental health. This isn't good for your relationship. So opening up, telling her about your insecurities about losing your job and being this primary breadwinner as well is going to help you both and as a family move forward. But I'm also really sorry that you're feeling this way because it's got to be incredibly hard to be putting this much pressure on yourself at the same time. But a comment says, first of all, man, I'm very sorry. That's a very crappy situation to be in. But you should have told your wife when you got laid off. Keeping something like this is not going to make it any better. This is something that you can't just continue to prolong. You must tell her, especially because finances are going to be super tight. She needs to know. She can be a little more careful with the spending. As far as viewing you as a man, things happen. It wasn't your fault. It's not like you got yourself fired. She most likely would have helped you with your job search and it could have eliminated some of the stress the past two weeks. 
Not married, but I've been with my boyfriend for five years and we're just planning on getting engaged next year. Two years ago, he was laid off. He called me crying. I just walked him through it and told me it was going to be okay. Helped him find a new vision. Is now in that career currently. I wish you the best of luck with finding a new job. Having two kids and especially a young one is very difficult to be unemployed. But you need to speak to your wife immediately. And the next comment says, It is going to put a strain on your relationship because you have hidden it for so long instead of telling her what happened. You may not be having an affair, but you're doing a good job of shattering any trust she has in you. To which Opie replies saying, I don't want that. To be honest, the reason why I didn't tell her because I didn't know how to. Also, I've been reading a lot of articles and videos that say once a husband loses a job, the chances of divorces are high. I've always liked being able to be the provider of my house. Now that I lost that role, it has put me in a strange position of not knowing what to do. It was one of the reasons why my wife respects me a lot. I do not want to lose that. Opie then updates their post and says, I tried to make an update, but the mods removed it. I'm really thankful for these people in the subreddit for knocking some sense into me. I talked to my wife and I told her that I got laid off two weeks ago. I opened up to her about my own insecurities that I feel completely worthless because I promised her that I will provide for her and she never has to worry a day in her life. That now I do not have a job, I felt out of place and a little ashamed that I have let her down. Well, she headbutted me with her plushie and said I'm an idiot and I have hurt her by making her think that I was having an affair. I told her that I would never do that to her. I love her so much. I asked her for forgiveness and she says as long as I'm not having an affair, she doesn't care. We talked about it a lot. She reassured me just because I do not have a job at the moment. She doesn't see me as any less of a man. She says I can still provide for my family. We talked about the finances and she told me she would earn for both of us from now and told me to not be too hard on myself. I need a break after grinding and sacrificing my hours. She also told a story that when we were first dating, I helped her pay her bills for three months and she promised me that she would pay me back. She said that it's her turn to support us. I've decided that I should rest now. I've been so wrapped up because of my job, I hardly made time for my kids. I'm kind of enjoying it. I spend more time with my kids. We do have enough savings to get us by for quite some time. In the meantime, I would look for another job. I guess I let my insecurities get the best of me. Thank you, Reddit. And I think we can say on this one that communication wins the day. And I'm very happy to see that. There was a lot of comments on this one saying, oh yeah, that was obvious. Communication was the only way forward, etc., etc." Others saying, why do you need Reddit to tell you that? And all this kind of stuff. And it's like, whilst communication does help. And this is an obvious case of this after the update. And yes, some people find communication really easy. But we don't know everyone's backgrounds. Everyone's raised differently. And in general, some people find it difficult to communicate the big things. You know, it sounds like he's never had to deal with the feelings of losing a job and being in the position he was before. So of course, it's going to be difficult to get those feelings across in a, in a good way with, with the insecurities he had at the same time. It's just such a huge thing. I think sometimes we just forget the person's feelings and their own individual behind the story. And I'm guilty of it as well. I sometimes say that it's easy for me to say because I'm sitting here behind a microphone and it bloody is easy for me to say, but I'm not dealing with all that person's thoughts and insecurities and everything bottled up inside. And like I said, 
I know it might be easy for some people to just say it, but I can imagine getting myself worked up like this guy. I probably wouldn't go to a park and sit there for a couple of days, but, but I can imagine my insecurities beating me up a little bit about it. But now I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. And let's move on to another story. And our next story is one that we've covered in the past, but it does come with a new update as well. I'll read the previous parts of the story and then cover the new update. So please feel free to use the timestamps to skip which parts you want to. Totally up to you. It's from Departure Old 6400 who said, Am I the a-hole for making my brother's wedding reception about me? I, 25 female, am a bridesmaid to the fiancé, 30 female, of my older brother, 31 male. She and I aren't particularly close, but I don't dislike her, and I suspect she asked me just because I'm my brother's sister. I of course agreed, and was even fine with her putting me in whatever style she wanted, so as long as it didn't involve me cutting or dyeing my hair. You know, any major changes. It's not my day, I can suck up an ugly dress and act like it's gorgeous if that makes her happy. The issue, however, is I'm a wheelchair user. I know the wedding venue is fine for me, as it's our local church. Totally accessible, so all good. It's the venue being used for the reception that worries me. I asked her where the reception was going to be, and if it was accessible for me, and had an accessible bathroom. You know, just covering my bases. She didn't get back to me. I figured she was busy, so left it a week or so before chasing her up again to re-ask. She told me she wasn't sure, so I asked where it was, and she told me. I ended up looking up the building, and my heart sank. It is an old building, not accessible at all for me, and no bathrooms I could feasibly use either. I told her this, and she got very upset, saying my brother had told her that he'd cover the cost, and she should just pick whatever she loved, and that she loved this. She then went to suggest that we could just have someone carry me into the building and my family or the other bridesmaids could help me use the bathroom when needed, which the very idea of mortified me. I'm not about to agree to being carried in and needing help to go to the bathroom. I ended up giving her two options. If she wanted me at the reception, she needed to pick somewhere that was accessible. If she didn't pick somewhere accessible, then I'd of course still be a bridesmaid at the wedding, but I'd have to skip the reception. She got upset at this, as she feels like everyone, especially my family, will notice my absence and question it and then make her look bad. She then told me I was making this about me, which wasn't fair when it was her day. I won't lie at this point and I was enraged. I wanted to tell my brother to let him sort this, but... I wasn't about to start shit between them over this and I pointed out to her that yes, it was her day and I had no intention of making it about me. However, by marrying my brother, she was joining our family and she needed to realize that she was not as sensitive as she thought she was and suggesting that I be carried into the building and aided going to the bathroom was downright insulting. This led to a larger fight and she told me if my brother didn't already know I was her bridesmaid that she'd not want me to be it anymore. I called it quits at that point and told her she had my two options and it was up to her which she wanted. Am I the asshole here? I don't feel like I don't feel like asking for the minimum accessibility is a lot, but maybe I'm too upset by the situation and her suggestions to see it clearly. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. 
Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. And the relevant comments on this one, someone asked why she hasn't gone to her brother yet, and Opie said that's a good idea. I may have to talk to him about this. He's not all inconsiderate, which is why I've been hesitant to get him involved, as I know with most people, he'd get angry over this. I don't want to start a fight with them. He likely assumed it was obvious that any venue needed to be wheelchair accessible. About the fiancé. I really hope it's not an indication of a cruel streak, as I don't want to think that of her. I'm really hoping it's just the stress of the wedding getting to her, but maybe I should bring it up to him before they get married to be safe. I will likely discuss this with my parents and to get them to weigh in on this matter. More about the building slash where she lives. Opie says, UK. And yes, there are, however, historic buildings are a grey area. And as so long as actual weddings aren't being held there, they don't have to be fully accessible. And I remember my comment on this one and it was about, you know, the couple of weddings I've been to that's been in like castles, not weddings, sorry, receptions. And they were in like castles. So they got like turrets and stuff and stairs that you had to go up and things like that. And there was just no way that they were accessible for wheelchair or anything like that. The OP updated the post the next day and said, hi everyone, here's an update to the situation. As many of you suggested, I checked in with my brother and told him what was going on. And I found out the reason he'd left the reception to her was they'd made an agreement with him covering the ceremony and she'd cover the reception. We're Catholic, so he cared more about the religious side of the event, while she cared more about the reception slash party. She's not religious, which isn't a bad thing, just different. I showed him the text and explained what had happened. He was pissed off at her suggestion I'd be carried into the building and assisted in going to the bathroom. And after only a quick search of the venue, she'd picked. He could see it wouldn't work out for me and promised he'd resolve this and have a talk with her. He was annoyed at me for not bringing this to his attention sooner and told me I shouldn't worry about his feelings over this. The best part of all of this, the venue isn't even booked yet. He'd assume she picked out somewhere accessible, but as admitted, he should have ensured that and not thought it as a given. So, has told me he'll see it changed, and if it isn't, they have a bigger problem on their hands. The part that really got to him, though, was the admission that she didn't want me as a bridesmaid if he didn't already know. And he told me in that case, he didn't want me being her bridesmaid and instead wanted me to be his groom's woman, which I agreed to. I've yet to hear back from him on what's happening, so I can only wait and see. I'll update further when I know more. And a relevant comment from Opie on that one said, basically what she implied was that my brother had told her the sky's the limit and not to worry about the price and he'd cover it so long as she loved it. I do think he likely just assumed it was a given that it needed to be wheelchair accessible and they've been together so long and she knows me. So around a week and a half later, OP comes in with that new update, which says, sorry for the late update. A lot has been going on behind the scenes and I've been spending time with my brother in the aftermath, so have been busy. My brother's now ex-partner refused to reach a compromise on the reception venue, despite days of arguments between the two of them. 
and apparently even demanded to know what mattered more to him. Her having her dream reception or me being there, and she didn't like his answer to that question at all. Likewise, he was disgusted with her attitude, and apparently this wasn't the only red flag, just the biggest one he'd been unable to overlook. For instance, she kept on insisting on getting our mother's engagement ring early, which my brother didn't cave on, thank God. My brother is the oldest child, so was promised our mother's engagement ring. That's been in the family four generations. He made it clear to her that she'd get it once they were officially married and got her a cheap placeholder until then, but she had apparently been kicking up a fuss about it every so often trying to get him to cave. I was totally unaware of this until he told me. My brother apparently told her he loved her and he wanted to work through this with her, but they needed serious couples therapy before he'd go ahead with the wedding, even suggesting that I tag along for a family therapy appointment to get to the root of her apparent problem with me, which she didn't take well to telling him if the wedding was off, they were breaking up, which he told her that was her decision and he wouldn't fight her on it. So yeah, he's been hanging out at mine a lot and I felt incredibly guilty over this shitstorm, but he won't hear any apologies from me on it, saying it's better this came to a head now. He's also wanting to take me and our parents on a family holiday with the money he was going to use for the wedding, so he has something to look forward to. I don't want to say we're well rid of her, as I do think she had some issues that my brother was right that have needed to resolve in therapy to become a healthy couple, as she seemed to think there was just some kind of competition for his affection going on. Anyway, that's where things are right now. I just thought I'd let you all know, as many of you were wondering about the aftermath. Holy moly, that sounds like a bullet dodged in that situation. But now I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. Let's move on to another story. And our next story comes from Throwaway Group Holes, who says, Am I the a-hole for not allowing my friend to invite her boyfriend on a group holiday after he complimented me? I, 28 female, have a friend, Lucy, also 28. We've been friends for around five years and she's been dating her boyfriend, Harvey, for just over a year. Harvey has given me a bad vibe from day one. I find him abrasive and overbearing. And while I realize everyone's relationship is different, his idea of what is appropriate to say about his relationship in company really rubs me the wrong way. All of our mutual friends have recognized these things about Harvey, but we all tolerate him for Lucy's sake and he has formed friendships with some of our boyfriends. I organized a group holiday in June and invited our core friend group plus partners. I'm paying for the travel and accommodation for everyone. Last week, a few of us went out for drinks. The conversation turned to exercise and I made a joke about how I forced myself to go to Pilates so that I can maintain my figure for my boyfriend. Harvey then said something about the effect of me being a dream woman and he wished Lucy would make the effort for him and that I should invite her to Pilates with me. He also made an absolutely vile comment about how flexible I must be. Everyone at our table looked shocked that he would say something like that, except Lucy, who just looked embarrassed. I told Harvey that that was an extremely rude and creepy thing to say, but he doubled down and said that he hadn't insulted me and that I should stop being so uptight. The more I thought about it, the more I felt upset by what Harvey said, and the less I felt comfortable with seeing him in the future, and especially with him coming on the trip. I don't like him, but now I feel like I'll have to be hyper-conscious of his behavior. It might be a slight overreaction, and maybe he didn't mean anything by it. But now, even when I think of him, I just feel slimy. 
my boyfriend said I shouldn't have someone staying with me that creeps me out and ultimately I agreed. So I called Lucy and I said I'd prefer if Harvey didn't come on the trip in light of the way he behaved when I last saw him. Lucy said I was overreacting to what Harvey said. It was a compliment and in any case it was just the alcohol talking. She said if he didn't go she wouldn't be able to go either and that I just wanted an excuse to exclude him because I never liked him and was always judging him. I wasn't budging and once she realized she hung up. She has now gone and told everyone in the group that I won't allow him to come and has split the group pretty evenly. Some of our friends think it's fair that I don't want him there since I'm paying for the trip while others think is a bit heavy handed since it will mean Lucy can't go on the trip and if she's not offended by what he said I shouldn't be either. My boyfriend is really not keen on Harvey coming because they don't have the best relationship but says if that's important that Lucy comes and I should probably just give in. Now firstly, not the a-hole because he's a creepy shithead. Second, not the a-hole, you're paying for the trip. We all know that's not a compliment. That's just creepy ass behavior. And I can't help but feel a bit sorry for Lucy as well as that's totally disrespectful to her at the same time. But at the moment, for whatever reason, she just can't see it and hopefully she will see it very soon. But Monster says not the a-hole, never apologize for cutting a creep out of your life. If Lucy wants to go with him, that's her prerogative. That wasn't a compliment, and even Lucy knows it. Gross. Poor execution says not the a-hole. You shouldn't have to pay for the vacation of someone you actively don't trust. It might do you some good to have a private, in-person sit-down with Lucy where you really hash it out with Lucy and you explain what Harvey does that freaks you out so much. Because as far as Lucy is concerned, you're not doing this out of fear for your own safety or anything like that. You're reneging on a promise, all because of a drunken foot-in-mouth situation. Lucy thinks you're being a dick to her boyfriend just because you don't like him, and she might be more understanding if she realizes this is continuous, uncomfortable feeling of his repeated actions and character. Lucy doesn't understand the why. Talking and laying things out for her plainly might change that. Of course, it might not. Truth of the matter is, when someone is used to protecting someone they care about, they have a million different shields in place to defend that person. And this can often lead to anyone who calls out their attitude as being an enemy. Trust me, I say this from personal experience. Good luck. And Vagrock says, and not the a-hole, his comment wasn't inappropriate only because Lucy was there. If it had been a single dude, that would have been just as bad in a different way. He said that to you. This is not just about Lucy being jealous or embarrassed. Can't believe your friends are all, Lucy has forgiven him, shrug. He sounds awful. He's a menace to any woman around him. I wouldn't invite him anywhere. If Lucy wants to die on that hill, let her. But now I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. Now just a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for getting involved in today's stories, your love, your support, your time, not just towards me, but towards one another as well down in the comments over on Reddit, over on Twitter, sharing your crafts and your pictures with me as well. Absolutely fantastic. Thank you so, so much. Oh, and don't forget there'll be a couple of playlists at the very end of the video that you can click on and we'll automatically scroll through all the videos for you. And I will see you in the next one. Take care and much love.
Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 